0: Hello, my name is Vanessa and you are listening to my podcast, A Journey with Vanessa Chu. If you have been listening since I started podcasting, I appreciate you so much as this is my 60th episode. And if you are a new listener, I'm really glad you found my show. I talk about emotional health a lot on my show because it's important to me, and I know we could all benefit from taking care of ourselves better in that way. And I also love talking about reframing our perspectives to see things differently, and I share the challenges I'm facing and what I'm learning through those struggles. If you have any questions or comments about anything you've heard on my show and my other episodes, my email address is hello at com. Last week, I talked about why I didn't set any new goals for this year. You can check out that episode first if you haven't listened to it yet. In this episode, I wanted to talk about happiness and seeking contentment. And it's inspired by Tony Hale. If you don't recognize that name, he was on a couple of pretty big shows, uh, Arrested Development and Veep. I have always really admired him, not only because he's such a great actor and he's really funny, but because he talks so openly about his anxiety. He happened to be a guest on a few of my favorite podcasts I was listening to recently. Uh, The Smartless podcast, that one's hosted by Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. And also the Happiness Lab podcast, that one's hosted by Dr. Lori Santos. He was talking about when he was auditioning in the early days of his acting career, and he always wanted to land a sitcom role. And then he ended up getting Arrested Development, which is really big. It's a huge deal, and he got what he wanted, but he realized that he wasn't content or satisfied, and that scared him, because he got that one thing he worked so hard for, And then he started feeling anxiety because he was thinking, well, what's next after this? I already got this big goal that I wanted. What do I do now? He says now he works on being content with what he already has and lets things unfold so he's not carrying the weight of all that anxiety and panicking about what the next thing will be. And he said something while sharing this on both of those podcasts that really resonated with me. He said, if you're not practicing contentment with where you are, you're not going to be content when you get what you want. In my previous episode where I talked about goals, I mentioned that 2022 for me was the year of learning how to ride a motorcycle and working towards getting my full motorcycle license. When I eventually passed the row test on the third try, I couldn't even focus on celebrating that win because I was looking to the next thing and the next thing. And I was thinking exactly what Tony Hale said in those podcast episodes. I finally reached this huge goal I was working on for most of last year. And then what? I noticed anxiety because I was thinking, oh my gosh, what do I do now? What do I work towards now? And I reminded myself through everything I've learned in the last few years that my life is not in the past or tomorrow or 10 years. It's happening right now. That's all we have. And that's all that's certain, the present moment. I also find that sometimes we say to ourselves, I'll be happy when I get promoted or make more money when it's summertime so it rains less. I'll be happy when fill in the blank. But when we have that mindset, that takes us out of the present moment and all of the things we can be grateful for right now. I signed up for a 40-day mindfulness challenge that started at the beginning of the year It's led by Tara Brock and Jack Hornfield, and they are both phenomenal teachers. I've mentioned them before in some of my other episodes. They just have so much passion for what they do and teach, and it really shows in their daily lessons and meditations. And mindfulness is something that I started practicing more consistently, I would say, since 2020, and it has helped me be more content with where I'm at. In one of the live sessions, Tara shared a story about a woman who lived a super fast paced life and she got a cancer diagnosis and was told she had one year to live. So she decided to be more present in her life and she said, I have no time to rush. So Tara's point of sharing this story was to tell us that we don't need to rush through life to get to that next thing always and to try to get to the end because we're all going to die eventually. That is the reality. In that session, I thought about my life. There is no point in me packing my schedule so full that I can't let things that I've learned sink in or acknowledge and celebrate my wins and successes. Like, where am I rushing to? Where am I trying to get to? There is no need to rush or get anywhere. I'm not in a contest with anyone, and this isn't a competition to get to the end. Like, where is the end anyway? There were a bunch of moments throughout last year where I felt like, I was running out of time, especially when I was learning how to ride a motorcycle. And part of the reason is because I was comparing myself to my friends I met in motorcycle school. Some of them found their bikes and got their full license pretty quickly after we finished classes. And even though I was very aware that my journey was my own and I'm at where I'm at and I will eventually find the bike I'm supposed to have and practice on, and I will eventually pass the road test. I just didn't know when yet. Those tiny, sneaky thoughts would still pop into my head. Look at where they are. They have their bikes already. They got so much practice time in. They got their license already. And this is where I think about the quote, comparison is the thief of joy because it's so true I looked at where my classmates were and thought I need to hurry up I'm so behind I need to get practice time in I have to get my full license before the end of the riding season and I just like wasn't happy and I know that if we're always looking at what other people are doing and comparing where they're at to where we're at and what they have and what we don't we're never going to be happy or content After I failed the road test the first time, it was the end of August, and I thought, okay, I still have at least another month of good riding weather, so I have to pass it next time. And then I failed the road test again in October, and it was getting cold. I felt so much pressure building in my chest and my shoulders, in my whole body, and I thought again, I am really running out of time. I'm running out of time to practice and I'm running out of time because the weather is getting colder and it's going to get rainy. I felt so rushed and panicky and I pushed myself to practice so much no matter what the weather was, whether it was super hot or super cold. And I pushed myself so hard that riding just wasn't becoming fun anymore. So I think about the questions from that one day of the mindfulness challenge. Where am I rushing to? Why am I rushing? I already know how to ride a motorcycle by myself. I just hadn't passed the road test yet. And if I didn't pass that year in 2022, then I know I could always take the test next year. It wasn't a do or die situation, but I was treating it like one. And that mindset really took me out of being grateful for the present moment, that I had passed motorcycle school. I found a really good used bike I only had minor injuries from falling over so many times while practicing, and that I found such awesome and very supportive riding friends in my class. I was looking so far ahead into the future, only focusing on my next thing, and what this mindfulness challenge has been teaching me and reminding me is when I do that, I take myself out of the present moment, and again, I'm missing all of the good stuff around me that's happening right now. So I truly understand why Tony Hale says he lets things unfold in his life as a way to manage the anxiety he feels and also why he practices being content with what he currently has in his life. I'm going to end by sharing with you this exercise I learned a while ago that uses your five senses as a way to ground yourself in the moment and be present in whatever you're doing. And it's very simple. So, in your day, whatever that might be in the morning or afternoon or at night, you can ask yourself these questions What can I see around me? What can I smell right now? What can I taste? What sounds can I hear? What can I feel? I appreciate you so much for listening to my 60th episode. If you found it helpful, please share it with someone who would benefit from it too.